Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Yes, what's going on, people? We're back in the building again. Miles Bukowski podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're locked in right about now, it's good to have you back here on the podcast. And this week has been very, very interesting. So many people I've spoken to. I thought this week was a bit more of a outreach week for me. I wanted to kind of see what everyone was saying. It's been an indifferent time this February. I can't believe we're like almost pretty much because remember, February's only got 28 days. So it's basically March now. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I've got one more week of February left and we're into March. It's moving mad. 2021, you're moving too fast. Though. Slow down, slow down a little bit, please. Let's ease our way into the year. By now, everything's starting to open up now. we got loads of interviews coming your way very, very soon. I'm going to talk about that at the end. And yeah, just bear madness in the week once more. So this week, we're going to be talking about Meat Mill and that whole madness. I've got one other topic I'm going to talk about a little bit later on as well. But I wanted to kick it off with something that made me go into a deeper thought and a deeper process as I was just racking my brain and listening to music over the last like week, week and a half. So Heady One, yeah, he dropped Edna Deluxe. I think it, was, it wasn't it was last week. It was the week before that, I believe, right? And it had this track on there with Burner Boy called Siberia. And I mean, at this point in time, Burner Boy has kind of become a staple in like with mixing with UK rappers. I mean, his first introduction was, for me anyway, he might have made songs before that, but the one I remember, and this is from like 2016, 17 times, is a track we made with Chip called Reaching. And this is way before he blew up. And that's one thing I will give Chip. I mean, we spoke about in episode one of What A Week, where I kind of said, listen, Chip's album was a big disappointment. To this day, I haven't really listened to his album since, but he was he's always been there when it comes to breaking through artists and kind of setting artistic trends he was you know when he was doing the whole gdod stuff with uh say ty dollar sign with ti all them like 2012 times you now he was setting the levels then and with burner boy he was like, like for me at least the first artist i saw uk rapper wise who'd done a feature so anyway like i've been racking my brain and thinking raw like is this become a trend now where everybody wants a burner boy feature because 
Don't get me wrong, we've seen Wretch 2 do it with his track All In. Of course, you can't forget Own It. Girl, you're just Own It. Easy, my voice even cracked as I was trying to sing that. I was going to continue, but I thought, nah, let me leave that one there. But we saw Stormzy do it at the end of 2019 into early 2020. We've seen other people do it as well. And Heady One's just like the next person on this conveyor belt. And obviously, like, Burner Boy has returned the favour, for example, on a song like Real Life with Stormzy that was on his album Twice As Tall or African Giant. No, is it Twice As Tall? I think it was Twice As Tall. I think it's that's what the album was called. I think. Or oh, it's called African Giant. I'm not even sure now. Don't quote me on that, but you know what I'm talking about, the song Real Life with Stormzy on it. So, I thought, like, Siberia was actually a very... I don't think it was a good tune. I, think, I was going to say it's very dead. I wouldn't say it's very dead. I just think it didn't work, personally. And it's like, I know right now we're in a state of Afrobeats is in its biggest commercial moment. Like, so many people are liking Afrobeats, Afro vibes as a whole. But I don't want to keep seeing forced Burner Boy features. And I don't know, I'm not trying to say Siberia was because I wasn't in the studio. I wasn't there when it was, like, conceived, literally. But I just think it wasn't that great. I just don't think it was a song that was... It didn't really do the best of both worlds. It wasn't the best Heady One that we got on that song. And it wasn't the best Burner Boy either, in my opinion. And the way they're stretching it out, and like they're doing a lot of promo behind that song, and they're using that song to kind of boost Edna Deluxe, I just think it was the wrong way to go about it. Not every single our person needs a Burner Boy feature. Now, off the top of my head, I can't remember if Burner Boy and Heady One have linked up in the past before. I think they, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think about Music and Road and think if they had at that point. But what I'm trying to say is, we don't need everyone to do a Burner Boy feature. There are other Afrobeat artists that can come in and do a feature for you that would be sick. There's Davido around, you've got Zlatan, you've got Techno, like, there's so many other people that could be utilised. And I know Burner Boy is the cool one, he's the most commercialised one in the UK from an Afrobeats perspective. If you're looking outside of Afrobeats, not if you are heavily invested in Afrobeats and that's what you grew up listening to. But not everyone needs one because a lot of people, and this is, this is the whole point of it, right? Location from Dave and Burner Boy, I can't see any way you could make that song better. That's why I'm glad no remixes came out to that, nothing. It was when that song came out March 2019, yeah? It was such a vibe that even if you play it now, it could give you good moments. It's like, it's, just, it's, just a, it's a summer song, but it works at any time. That is a perfect Burner Boy feature song all these other songs have not really hit and that's the thing it's like are people chasing a location are people chasing that next like massive hit that's gonna do something crazy with it like location did and I, I just don't see it happening I don't I'm not trying to say it can't happen I just don't see that happening and coming back again but that's just my thoughts on that you know what did you think about Siberia because for me it weren't hitting and I feel like the Burner Boy feature is getting overused right now and they're gonna someone's gonna overdo it I don't think Heady One's the guy just yet but the next one if it comes around quickly and it's like oh here we go Burner Boy again it's gonna get jarring it's gonna get long one other thing though that was an absolute 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 madness this week is down to Meek Mill. So we spoke about it last week, innit? We spoke about him and 6ix9ine and all that madness. And I kind of thought that was it. I thought Meek Mill was just going to go away now, kind of get ready for album mode because we kind of expected an album from him ASAP. And that's it. But there's been big, big backlash to man like, man like Meek Mill. This, bear in mind in America, it's Black History Month as well. So that's also not great. <laughs> was there if you're getting big, backlash and this is because of a kobe lyric that he actually put out and do you know what it's 
like I'm gonna get to his response and I'm gonna give you my thoughts on the whole thing, but it's just it it just it was it just came across on a bad one of this because everyone talk about it this week. So this is the lyrics that he said. He said, "Yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It'd be another Kobe." And the actual song itself is called "Don't Worry" in brackets. R.I.P. Kobe. After that, Lil Baby's on this track as well. It's a leak track, and Lil Baby kind of raps about wanting to have a son so I can name him Kobe, daughter Gigi, and stuff like that. And obviously, they're doing a, a song in like homage to Kobe. It's just that is one a leak song, and two it wouldn't go down well, and three Chopper Kobe leave Kobe's name out of it. And I get it. And this is Meek Mill's response directly on Twitter that he came out and said, "He's like, look, somebody promo a narrative, and y'all follow it." Your internet antics can't stop me. Like shit like Zombieland or something. Lol. They paying they paying to influence y'all now. It's almost like mind control. Wake up. Now, I get where Meat Mill's coming from. I actually get because we don't know what context this is in. However, based off the lyric alone, excluding the, the narrative that someone might have put on their Twitter account as they shared that lyric or you know the, the audio file, it doesn't sound great, does it? It doesn't sound good at all. Like, there's things in life that sometimes you don't do. And Kobe was a person who was loved by all. Like, people who didn't even watch NBA knew who Kobe Bryant was. Do you know what I mean? And when he passed away last year, it was just like a sad moment where it got a lot of people together. Do you know what I mean? It was a very emotional time, especially for the like Lakers fans, especially for the families, all the families that are affected in the heli helicopter crash, as well as Kobe's family. Do you know what I mean? It was an emotional time for a lot of people. And he's someone that people have got a lot of fond memories of and when you say something like a chopper it'd be another kobe you're dis you're, you're disengaging with so many people and the thing is it's like yeah like obviously you can't control a leak sometimes that's that's not the point here but the lyric doesn't sound great so i don't know if this forces Meek to go back to the drawing board and actually have to rewrite that lyric or just never release that song bit like how eminem had that song about chris brown the chris brown and rihanna lyric and then that got leaked like 10 years later and then it was like oh wow like this is kind of a bit mad still or even like that comedian where she was kind of going at xxxtentacion i think this was in 2019 so it was about a year after he passed away if not it was 2020 and she was in a comedy club and she was making jokes like, oh, we still sad that he's dead. And people just got on her case. Because at the end of the day, whether you like someone or not, if they if they weren't a universally hated person, and even then it's still kind of mad to talk about, don't talk about people that passed away in it. You know what was there? Like just just don't do it because you're you're never gonna win that battle and it's just it's just not needed. And especially when they're loved and appreciated, just like how Kobe was, it's just not a good look. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's just not a good look. So Meat Mill, I want to hear, actually, personally, I do want to hear the song in it. I want to see where he's coming from. I want to see the greater context as to why he said that lyric in the first place. There definitely might be a narrative flung on. Right now, Meat Mill has gone in the last five or six years. He went from being a good rapper that like people loved and respected to being clowned by Drake. So then everyone clowned him. So then him kind of going through that prison reform justice part of his life about 2017, 2018, which gave him a lot of respect and earned a lot of respect back from people that were clowning him, not like he might have cared or not. Then, now he's at a point where people are criticizing him again and he's getting the smoke. And after the whole 6 9 nonsense from last week, I just don't know. I just, I just don't really know at this point. I'm kind of just, I'm kind of tired of 
nonsense like that. But I do want to hear the song. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt right now. But I do want to hear the song for greater context. And that will probably be on my YouTube channel where you can actually watch some reactions that I do when I get those up and running again. Because I've been working heavily on the podcast. I've been working heavily on interviews with artists. And I wanted to mention that right now before we get into our final topic. So... On Wednesday this week, we have got another interview going live on the podcast. It's with SG Lewis. We're talking about his debut album, Times. So make sure you check that out because I think it's a really, really dope interview and a nice perspective from SG Lewis where he's talking about his singing, working with Nile Rogers, appreciating the sounds of Robin and so much more. So that's going to be coming out on Wednesday. Now, our final topic and something that I want to get into is down to slow tie. I was kind of, I was kind of weighing up the options. I was even going to talk about the Sai Hai, the yeah, the one Sai Hai assassination attempt because that was going to that was a madness in itself. Like, but I don't want to get into the ins and outs of that. I want to talk about Slow Tie because last year I made a video on the Enemy Awards and the fact that Slow Tie did a madness on that day and people were looking like they were going to try and cancel Slow Tie and it looked like and I made a video where I was talking about has Slow Tie ruined his career at this moment. So. The numbers came in on Friday and we saw that Slow Tide's album Tyron went to number one. Big congratulations. Massive, massive, massive congratulations going out to Slow Tide for that one because not every artist can get a number one. And I'm happy for Slow Tide in that sense because when I made that video last year, I was kind of like, I was hoping that he wasn't cancelled because the whole situation was a shambles. He was drunk. Yeah, it was stupid. But it was it. That was it. That was as far as it went, right? But... People in the industry in the UK looked like they were kind of switching off from him and they weren't really feeling him too much. But in the build up to the album, he was on Jimmy Fallon. We spoke about it last week. He was actually doing a lot and he still gets a lot of love from Americans and overseas as well as his core fan base in the UK. And that is actually a really good sentiment to see from him. And it puts Slow Tie in this like almost advantageous place because I didn't really see that much promo for Tyron, you know. Like, when Nothing Great About Britain came out, I saw, like, a lot of people jumping, jumping on and going crazy and being like, yeah, this is the album, this is it, this is the moment. And a lot of the UK seemed like they were behind him. You know what I mean? Like, behind him, backing him, loving him, appreciating him. Whereas with Tyron, because of all the stuff that, like, was going on, people were quiet and weren't gravitating towards it as much. Now, the album itself does show a lot of evolution from him. It shows the wild side that we're used to seeing from Slow Tie, but it also shows an emotional and mature side that we you know people I think maybe have underestimated from Slow Tie. It's not like he hasn't used it in the past before, but it just was more fitting for this album and especially looking at the last like 12 months for him, that made a lot of sense. So for his album to go number one, it kind of shows a lot of people that you know, I don't believe in cancel culture, innit? Like, I don't really, I think cancel culture, there are some people that they need to, if they get, if they do certain things, they definitely need to be locked off, innit? Like, yo, like, what you're trying to do, this, this ain't running, innit? This has got to stop. But I don't really think, I don't like cancel culture because we've seen it in the last couple of years where so many people throw things at people are oh, these persons cancelled that person's cancelled and sometimes false accusations go around and they stick and you can't get rid of them it's so difficult to get rid of a false accusation if it starts to go widespread and that's the problem but with slow tie you know he's got a lot of loyal fans you know he's got a lot of support a lot of people love and appreciate him and he's got a number one album do you know what i mean he's got a number one album under his belt straight off the you know a year after the whole madness from last year 
and he's been on a he's just continue continuously working so credit to him credit for you know getting that done and congratulations for hitting number one and i'm happy to see it i don't know how other people feel about it because even when i was reading through the comments even up to now people are still commenting on that video i made you've got some people that were like yeah he's a thug then you've got other people saying who doesn't get drunk and it's like yeah i, I personally wouldn't do that what he did but what i'm trying to say is it divides a lot of opinions slow he sorry he divides a lot of opinions slow tie but his arm went number one at the end of the day even though i don't really like this saying i'm going to use it anyway men lie women lie numbers don't i'm gonna have to use that one even though i think numbers can be manipulated but i just took away the whole argument but you know what i'm trying to say in it like i do think that when you have a number one album it's like you can go forward with that and if he wants to go tackle america and crack america and become bigger out there than he is in the uk He's got all the UK fans that will love and support him. So what more can he do? He can just keep it moving, do his own thing and push there. And that's a bigger market anyway. He might make even more money when borders and coronavirus and all that stuff opens up. Or dies out and then the borders open up and so on and so forth. I think you guys, you think you guys know what I'm trying to say on that matter. But that's it. That's it. That's what a week on the Mars Bukowski podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Spoke about a few things. You know what I mean? Broke it down. If you want to get in contact with me, share your thoughts, then make sure you follow me on my socials at Miles Mikulski. It's already on the name on the screen. So just make sure you copy that name, type it out, and you'll find me. Chop out with me. Let me know your thoughts and your feelings towards what we we're talking about. Was Meek Mill moving mad? Are you happy that Slow Tie got to number one? And do you think that every UK rapper is overdoing it with a Burner Boy feature at the moment? Let me know. But anyway, guys, I'm going to get out of the building or I'm going to get out of this podcast session with you guys right about now. I'll be back next week with another set of topics on What A Week on the Mars Bukowski podcast. I'll see you guys then. In a bit. Peace. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com